Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul DeYong, and you're now listening to Words of Life, a daily devotional from our life team. Well, hello, and welcome to Life's Daily Devotional Podcast. This is Campbell and Coral, and this is our first podcast for 2021. And I am now sitting next to someone who has clocked over the... Uh, the 50-year-old Mark. That's right. I'm, I'm the old boy now. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the spring chicken. Yeah, that's right. You're three years, three years younger. Yes. Well, it's so good to be with you. A really big welcome. Today we are looking at looking for the one. So we're talking about looking for the one. Um, so just such a great thing great theme. It's around valuing others. And today we're going to look at a parable of, of, of Christ about the one lost sheep. You may be familiar with it if you've uh, been a Christian for a while. I'm going to read it read it to you from Luke chapter 15, verses 1 to 4. And this is what it says. Then all the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to him to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes complained, saying, this man receives sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbours, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine just persons who need no repentance. Ah, so good. Well, the beautiful words of Jesus uh, mm. written in red in our Bible here. And um, just love the words of Christ. There's such, uh, such simplicity, yet yeah. such uh, depth to them. Yeah. And uh, just food for, for, for meditation and, and pondering. And this um, really, you know, an interesting passage. And really what it's laying out here is the, the basis of all moral law is that we should have supreme love for God and an, un- and an unselfish love towards uh, every other human being on, on this planet. Mm. So no matter what age, nationality, people's status in life, every single human being, mm. uh, whether they're Russian, American, Australian, Portuguese, uh, you know, New Zealand, Kiwi, it doesn't matter. Mm. Every single person is made in God's image and likeness. Yeah. Uh, that's why all forms of racism are wrong. They are to be valued, they are to be respected and loved as such. Um, And what does it mean to love people? It means that we are to genuinely desire their highest good, their highest well-being. What is is the best for that person? Um, And I thank God that we serve a a, a loving God who does love everybody. Totally. And he, I mean, he sacrificed his own son for, um, for every individual. You know, John three sixteen is always obviously one of the most well known verses. One of my favourites that God so loved us that He gave His Son for us um, that we might have eternal life. So, um, what greater love than that than to lay down your own life for another person? And that's yeah. what Jesus did for all of us. Yeah. And it's, you know, some interesting thoughts, you know, it's talking about God's motivation, no matter how sinful and how separated people were uh, on planet Earth, uh, God had a heart of love toward them. Mm. Now, it's interesting, back in the day when I was young, uh, before I had an electric blanket, my mum used to fill up a hot water bottle. Mm. And periodically, a hot water bottle, the rubber would get very old and it started to crack. 
and we'd say, oh, it's perished, it's passed, it's used by data, it would even start to leak, so we have to throw yeah. it out and get a, a new one. Yeah. And it's interesting in John 3.16, because it finishes off by saying um, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Mm. If a human being outside of God, we do begin to lose our values in life, and we start to lose our value. And if our value is not restored through Christ, God gets to a purpose. He's just like, well, what am I going to do with these eternal human beings who no longer want to be in relationship with me? And the Bible gives us the, you know, the bleak outlook that those people will perish. They will, because they have lost their, their purpose in life of living to glorify God. But the amazing thing about this parable is that Jesus is saying, as long as I've got breath and as long as I'm on earth, he was saying, I am the savior and I want to have proximity to the people who need me. And so Jesus loved spending time with non-Christian people because he wanted to influence them. He wanted to win them. But it's interesting. It says the tax gatherers and the scribes were, were very upset because they didn't want Jesus hanging around them. So God wants to have proximity to those who are lost because he values them, wants to win them back. But a form of false religion wants to, wants to try and keep those people away from God. Right. And so I just love Christ's heart to try and connect with these people because he really did love them and he wanted to, to restore them back into relationship with himself. Mm. Just like the loving shepherd, um, he will go looking for the one lost sheep. Why? Because he owns those sheep. He loves those sheep. He wants the best for them. Mm. And that's the heart of God. And I think it's so important that we represent God, um, you know, in that in that way. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. So what does it mean on a real practical level then? If Jesus went out looking for that one sheep, I guess, applying that to today's lifestyle for us, I one of the greatest privileges that I, one of the greatest things I love doing on a Sunday is standing in our foyer at church or, you know, coming into the auditorium before a service has started and just spotting the the ones who are sitting on their own or the standing on their yeah. own, just spotting the ones and and the privilege of being able to go up to them and bringing a sense of of home, a sense of welcome to them and uh, making them feel comfortable and feel like they're loved and that they're they're in a place of, of safety and a place where they're known. And I think we can apply that to every sphere of our lives. You know, that's the church foyer for yeah. me. Um, for all of us, it's, is it what, what does our workplaces look like? What is our family functions, our gatherings with big groups of friends? Often there can be those ones who are, out there sitting on their own and it's incredible what a smile can do, what a, you know, what a, what a, just a, um, you know, like you walk past someone in work, you know, what yeah. is that? Walk past them every day. Why not stop sometimes and actually just stop and have a conversation with them or yeah. the person that, what that individual you see at the petrol station every week, are we stopping and going, how are you? Yeah. And just adding something to who they are as an individual. Yeah. I remember one of the ladies, Coral, that you oh, yeah. met, Yes. She was looking for a new church, and yes. when she got to our South Campus one morning, it was her fourth church, and her criteria mm. was, I'm going to stand on the corner of the, the church, room. Uh, the room, yeah. and the church where people approach me, that's going to be the sign that this is the church for me. And when yeah. she got, Cora walked up and introduced herself to her, yeah. the lady said, you're the third or fourth person who's talked to me this morning. Yeah. And she said she'd previously been to a number of other churches where no one approached her. 
So right. it wasn't the lights, camera, action, or the great message on Sunday. It was actually yeah. the personal interaction, yeah. the fact that people identified noticed her, noticed her, one. and valued her. Yeah. And I think how much more influence can we be if we are deliberate Yes, absolutely. In, in those areas. Absolutely. And yeah. so, you know, I think we, we value people by um, living such, such a way before them that leaves a good taste in their mouth towards... Mm. You know, the Lord and mm -hmm. uh, Paul, you know, um, well, Isaiah actually, there's a verse in Isaiah where he, you know, he really goes after some of uh, the, God's people at that stage. He says, because of you, the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles. And he's saying, hey, guys, you're living your life in such a way that people are now anti-God because of the lifestyle you're living. But the opposite of that is if we live uh, close to God and we represent God's heart, just like it says sinners were drawn to Christ, there is something attractive about a, a genuine, authentic heart that really loves God and loves people. And it will, it'll leave a good taste in people's mouth. They might not necessarily become Christian overnight, but it'll warm their hearts and, uh, and you know, hopefully draw them closer. Mm. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah. you know, and just that beautiful verse, you know, finishes off that that parable where Jesus said, I say to you, there is a joy in heaven, uh, more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents and over 99 just yeah. people who need no repentance. Yeah, and totally. God's heart is always for the one to yeah. come back home. Yeah, totally. So I think I want to be encouraging you guys to be praying for the drawing power of God upon our lives at, um, and but upon those lives that we interact with, with those those one. Let's live lives, like Kim said, and in such a way that the that people see Jesus in us. And um, and let's then let's be ready to just extend love and welcome and um, share who Christ is to those individuals. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for your goodness. I thank you that you you were the, the greatest example of going after the one. Yeah. And I pray that as um, as Christians, that we can be the same, that we can follow you in your Absolutely. example, Lord. And that we, forever we are, every, um, every day in our lives, we can be looking for the individuals that need a word and, and a moment of just love and acceptance and that that communicates that you care and that you love for them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, so good to be with you guys, and we'll see you again soon. Let's look out for the one. Yeah, bye. Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life Team. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday. If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you. Or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are. Find a service at lifenz.org.